Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? Okay, so today's episode of the podcast is a little bit of a special one, and I am going to, before we dive in, just preface what this is about, because it's a little bit different to my normal solo podcast episodes. This episode today is featuring an incredible guest speaker who did a live masterclass training on her topic of expertise in our Badass and Bulletproof Mastermind. So this podcast episode has been pulled directly from one of those guest sessions within the mastermind that went live, you know, between 2021-2022. So just to let you know, that's why this one sounds a little bit different. It's very much more of that conversation piece and you may actually hear some conversations back and forth with the mastermind participants and some questions that they've asked in there as well. But so hi sexy selfish elite and welcome to our December hot seat session with the incredible Jenna Black, the original Abundant Queen, who is my coach, mentor, um, for a few years now we've worked together. And I'm so excited that you guys finally get to meet her because you know I bring her up all the time in our other trainings. I'm always referencing Jenna taught me this and Jenna shared this with me and this is her method. And um, you guys were like, I think we need to meet Jenna. So here she is today. So I'll get her to come on and introduce herself, although you all probably feel like you already know her secondhand from me. Hi, I'm so excited to be with you guys. And yeah, I just love everything that you're doing, Shona. So it's really powerful that you've got this beautiful membership. I love it. I love seeing women come together. So do you want me to just go and introduce myself and yeah, let's a little bit? Okay, cool. So I'm a business and money mentor. Um, I teach a lot around abundance and wealth flow and creating wealth on all levels for women in business. So really helping, I work with a lot of coaches, leaders, healers, visionary type women to really get them solidified in their purpose and tapped into their soul so that they can create like a really big mission, a big hearted mission in the world and generate wealth for themselves, for their families, for the world at large. So do a lot of business mentoring, energy work and money mindset work as well. Awesome. So what did you do prior to this new world for you? Yeah. So I was, well, my first business was as a health coach. Um, so that was like my entry point <laughs> into this world. Um, but quickly realized that wasn't aligned for me. But then previous to that, I was in the fashion industry for 10 years working in e-commerce and social media. So I have a digital background and I think that really helped me in my business when I got started. Um, but yeah, started as a health coach and then kind of realized I was coming up against all these blocks around selling money, you know, self-work, all the things. And then I started to do my own work on that. And then I got so excited and tapped into that, that I just wanted to share it with other people. So it was a very organic journey and very similar to mine. I was like health yeah. coaching, running other businesses. Oh my God, these money blocks keep coming up. And then suddenly 
no, look what happens. Yeah. And you got a little one-year-old daughter, Rowe, too. Yes, she had her birthday on Monday. So Shona and I were just talking before we recorded about how quickly it goes. <laughs> it really uh-huh. does. But yeah, she's super fun and she's just thriving and doing really well. So I have a, a, a fortunate day to myself today. So I'm happy to be with you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. We always talk about kids because all the women in the group yeah. are mums. You know, it wasn't my intention to set out coaching mums, but that's just what happens, right? Mm-hmm. So we are jumping on today because the topic for this month was all about aligned selling, which was not the topic planned for this month. I was actually meant to be talking about goal setting like a badass, which is going to be January. Um, but we did a, a hot seat session a few weeks ago now where you guys wanted to know how I sell in my DMs. So I shared my process for that, shared kind of what I do. And that came up to, I actually learned that from Jenna. And then we started talking a lot about aligned selling, about the energy of selling, about how you've got to match your energy with your prices, match your energy to your goals. And so I thought, who better to teach you guys on that than the person who originally shared so much with me about this. So I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey, where, what you did beforehand, like where you subscribed to the, the coaching call method, the hard close, and then how that kind of transformed to the way that you sell and run your business today. Yeah, for sure. I love this topic so much. So I, as a health coach initially, many years ago now, almost six years ago now, um, I went through coaching school and it was pretty standard the way that they taught you. It's like, you got to jump on a sales call with someone, overcome objections, try to sign them up on the call. It was very kind of icky feeling for me, but because I was brand new to even having my own business, I just thought, well, this is the way people do it. Okay. I better do it this way. And I really subscribed to that strategy. And I found myself on calls feeling so awkward and so uncomfortable and so nervous and never really in my power in the way that I was selling. And it felt very push, push based and fear based, trying to talk someone into it or, you know, what's the fear going on? Okay, let me look up my script from my coaching school and learn what they say to say in this situation. You know, it was very disjointed and energetically super disconnected to my soul and how I want to express. So I continued that for a while, to be honest. I continued that for a few years, I would say, as I pivoted into my current business. I changed things slightly in the sense that I didn't want to overcome objections. I just started to decide that I'm not there to overcome objections. I'm there to just guide and hold space for people. So that was a bigger shift that I made in the sense of giving the power back to my clients, you know, not seeing them in this disempowered way of, oh, they don't know any better, so I better, you know, try to convince them. It was like, no, let's make the shift back to, I'm not here to convince anyone of my worth or my value or why they should work with me. Instead, I'm going to hold space and show them the vision. And if that's aligned for them right now, then it will be. So that was an initial kind of shift that I made. Um, and then eventually I shifted away from sales calls altogether into selling in messenger, which I know we're going to get into, but yeah, a lot of what I was, um, taught and a lot of the paradigm that I see many coaches or any type of service-based, uh, business owner fall into is just feeling like you have to do things by the rule book or by the way that someone else teaches you. And if it doesn't feel connected energetically but also on a soul level it's never really going to work um and it's disempowering not just for yourself but for your clients too so 
Yeah, I feel like it goes from teaching them, like putting them on an an equal level where you trust them to make the right decision for them. It puts them in like a a toddler situation where you're like, but you need to have a nap. You know, you don't understand this because you're little and you you have no idea and I'm bigger and powerful than you and I know what's best for you. Mm -hmm. I know what you need. Go to bed, hashtag give me your money type of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very... It's a dis- disbalanced and disempowering relationship, but it's something that's so common. It's so prevalent. Even yeah. today I've had a conversation with someone. They're like, I really think you need to do sales calls. I'm like, I really know that I don't. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you, but no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. So, you know, when you, um, I was going to ask what your experience with typical sales models are, but you've obviously shared about that. How did you know that it was time for you to do something different and step away from it despite what everyone was saying and there was probably I don't know about you you but for me there was an element of fear I think I was actually you were the person I had the conversation with where I'm like but this other coach says I have to do it this way and you're like it can be better that conversation helped me know that it was time to leave that for good what was the moment for you oh I think it was just getting off a call I felt like I was showing up on these calls out of my power yeah. And I remember a few things happening and I don't remember all the specifics, but I remember a few things happening where I'd go on a sales call and even that term makes me feel icky now, but I'd go on a sales call and the person would be trying to sell me something. <laughs> and it was like, they wanted just to book in a time with me on my calendar. And then they were trying to get me to sign up to something with them. And it was really weird. And I was like, why is this happening? Like, why am I attracting these type of people who are not respecting my time? not respecting what we're here to talk about and wanting to like take, take, take. And I realized it was because I was out of my power. And so I was not clear in my energy and in my boundaries. And I was doing things that were not in alignment. And so I was attracting in people that were not in alignment. And I remember getting off that call where this lady was trying to sell me something and she brought her her boss in. It was so weird. I was just, I ended up just being like, I have to, I'm, I'm going to close down this call and shut the computer because I was like, I don't know what's going on. Told my husband, I was like, the weirdest thing just happened to me. And then I just, after that, just sat for a bit and I was like, you know what, this is not empowering to do this anymore. And I would rather trust that my clients are empowered enough to know when they're ready to work with me. And that actually they've already basically made up their mind before they contact me anyway, especially in like a high end coaching situation. Like they've been, they've been maybe taking my lower end courses or maybe doing like a smaller group program. They've already been working their way up. Like my selling strategy has been happening with them for months, maybe years. And then they've at the point where they're ready to invest. So I just made that decision to again, empower my, my clients and also empower myself and Anytime that I feel something like anytime something happens and I'm like, "Mm, I feel resentful or I feel restricted in my energy, which was what was happening after every call. And before every call, I wasn't excited. I was like, Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) No, not another one. You know, like it was that type of energy. So it's like, there's the red flag. Right. So that's, that was really my journey of more deeply trusting my soul as well. It all kind of happened in a similar time frame, And so I made lots of changes in my business around boundaries and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. but it was that one call, I think. And then there was a couple of other similar ones where I was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> no, yeah. more. I think I had, I had a couple of similar calls where I was like, this is not fun anymore. This is mm. ooh, and I feel ooh leading up to it and I feel ooh after it. And it was just 
this is not a vibe anymore. And then, so how, how do the clients come to you now? Really? Like if you're not doing what everyone else is saying you have to do, I yeah. think a little bit of evidence, like I know that I try to share my evidence of, you know, someone has been stalking me, hasn't opened a newsletter in three years. They just paid me two grand to coach them out of nowhere, like proof that it can happen. How do clients come to you? What have been, what have been the most miracle way people have decided mm -hmm. to work with you without all this stuff that everyone else thinks is necessary? Yeah. I mean, all different ways, but there's been the kind of surprising ways where you're like, wow, okay. Where someone has literally found my Instagram account soaked in my content over a day and just decided to hire me. And I've had multiple situations like that because I think when you're so empowered in your message and in your mission and you really own your value and your worth and what you're here to do, people feel that. So there's an energetic resonance with that um and i've hired mentors like instantly like that too not as um common like sometimes they take more time but i definitely have found someone and instantly hired them so that but also um a lot of my clients go through my other programs so they might start off in um like my selling queen program or money queen or whatever I've got going on. There's a bunch of different things that I offer or they'll just take one of my free courses. I've got lots of freebies. And then over time, similar to you, they might be in my field or in my community for a while and then get to the point where they know they're ready. Yeah. So how they come to me now as well is usually just into my messenger. So I have on certain sale, if I do set up a sales page for something more one-to-one -one or a mastermind or whatever it is, I'll have an application form or they'll just click a button to go straight to chat to me in messenger. So that's the way that I automate it from my end. But I also just, when I'm promoting it on social media, say just message me and we'll chat. It's very organic. It's very easy and, and fun. And yeah, and that's the way that it, that it rolls. <laughs> I love that. I really, really love that. Um, and was there ever a moment of fear or doubt for you where you're like, but, but it's working so well for everyone else. This way that doesn't feel right for me. It's working so well for everyone else. Am I doing the right thing? Was there any fear or hesitation or thoughts like that? Yeah, I think I, I've definitely had feelings like that of, can I do this in such an easy easy kind of way because we think it has that we have to prove ourselves I think or we have to do things professionally you know yeah. the way that the stock standard way um but I just decide what professional is for me and I, I just took my power back over those words and those terms so yeah I've definitely had moments of doubt where it's like oh can I do this like and especially initially but now it's just the way I do things and I actually find it really empowering and the people that want to work with me actually enjoy that process more yeah. as well they're not necessarily needing to convince themselves that they want to work with me they just want to maybe talk about like hey when how many calls do we have or like some of the more detailed stuff that we can chat on messenger about, but they're not there to be convinced by me. And that was something that I worked around in terms of making it really clear, like who these clients are and really embodying my value as well. So that I'm attracting in people that are like that, that are vibrating at that level. So. Yeah. I love that. Like, yeah. When you're looking for people who want to be convinced, they want to have it dramatized. They kind of want a reason to go ahead. It's like, it's like they're putting the responsibility off of themselves and they're trying to put it onto you. Like if you hard sell me, if you convince me, if you close the deal on me, then I can kind of say I was talked into it. Whereas the method that you teach and the method that I'm trying to practice as well is very much like, this is on you. It has to completely be yeah. on you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Sorry. What do you need, Eric? You have a million matchbox cards outside. Sorry. No, you don't need to look for a specific coloured car. Get out. Get out. No, get out. Motherhood. I know, right? Brilliant. Just all fun challenges. Um, but yeah, no, it's so it's so true. It's this convincing energy is so um, limited, right? Like it makes us feel disempowered. It makes the client feel disempowered. So, and I think I'm quite aware now of when a client is looking for that from me. Like you need to prove to me that you're the right coach, and I can kind of sense the energy. And I, yeah, I just say to them, I don't think this is the right fit. Yeah, right now. I found and myself so- doing that too. Like I don't need to convince you. I know my shit. My work is good. This is up to you. Awesome. So that was my... Do you ever... No. Sorry. I can't even read my own handwriting. Oh, mine's the worst as well. (laughs) This is the problem. How do I raise my energy to match my new pricing goals? Mm, Okay. Well, I mean, there's so much we can say about that. But um, it's going to be about, like, expanding your energetic frequency to hold the vibration of more wealth. So when we feel like we are capped at a certain level or raising your prices freaks you out a little bit, makes you feel like a bit stretchy and a bit scared, it's just about saying, okay, where does this not feel safe and why does it not feel safe? Like what am I afraid that amount of money might come with? Like what is the negative outcome on the other side of receiving that, right? So when I work with my clients, it's all about what is your resistance to receiving more and why does it not feel safe? And there's all different reasons that can come through from like, I'm not sure if I can maintain it. I don't know if I'm worth it. I don't know if I'm valuable enough, whatever it might be, there's all different things. But, and I know that you're all into money mindset and all of that as well, but just tapping into that, where does that come from? Like, what is, who taught you that? Where did you pick this up from? is this your truth that you want to carry forward? And when you actually tap into your soul and your truth, does it really feel true when you tap in, when you actually trust? And often it's just the fear and the ego piping up in our past conditioning. So, I mean, there's so many different tools and I'm I'm sure you share a lot of those in this community to clear and heal and release those beliefs and those um, programs. But then it's about saying, okay, if I stretch myself to expand my energetic container around money and raise my prices and really own that, like starting to do some work around your frequency and your energy. So a lot of this is saying, I'm going to choose to remember my worth and I'm going to choose to release what is no longer mine, the beliefs, the conditioning and, and heal and release and do all that inner work while I also expand into new levels. So what would it look like for me to more deeply trust myself? What would it look like for me to explore expanding at a higher price point? Or what does it, how, when I say the price, how do I feel in my body? Like, does my body freak out or is my body like, "Mm, okay, we're getting there. So you just start to like mirror work is really powerful. Like speaking it to yourself and starting to feel where in your body doesn't feel safe and like sending that safe energy into that space. Yeah. That's more of the energetics behind it. But um, I don't even remember the initial question now. I hope I'm answering it correctly. That's perfect. Like raising your, raising your prices and raising your energy to match it. And I remember one of the techniques that you taught me early on, which had such a profound effect that um, back, back when I first raised my prices like a little bit, I did it just a little bit and I was kind of playing with it. And then I think about six months ago, I just doubled everything. 
Um, and it was very easy because I just looked, I did a lot of that mirror work around like, okay, and I had practice conversations mm. asking for the new amount of money mm. until it felt completely normal. And it happened very quick compared to the first time I tried to do that work. It took me yeah. a lot longer to really fully believe I was worth it. But then this time around, I, was, I just doubled everything. I asked for it. People paid it. It kind of blew my mind. But then it didn't because it felt completely normal because of yeah. the build-up of work because energetically I was a better match for it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's about creating that new normal as well. Yeah. Like we're programmed to receive at our level of normal. And so it's about, well, what would be my new normal? And like stretching that like you did. Yeah. And then over time you do that even more and you get – um, you start to master the tools to do that as well so that those decisions to double your pricing isn't like a freak out thing. It's like an empowered, decisive yes. Mm. And then you're not attached to, is this going to work out or did, did I make the right decision? It's like, I, I just have a knowing that this is right for me and that I'm worth that. And then things flow. So if that's not flowing, then it's about, well, where do I not feel worth it? Or where do I feel like my energy can't hold that? Like, what am I afraid might happen? And all those questions I shared before. So yeah, there's a lot of self-exploration, but it's, it's empowering as you continue to do that work. Yeah. Really. Back to awareness, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So I've got one of the questions that came in on DM from the women in the group was what should I do when I set a new goal? I can get behind, but it doesn't happen yet. Mm, okay. So this is all about continuing to trust and hold the energy of the version of you who has already stepped into that. Yeah. So something I always say is that all versions of us exist. So the version of you who has created that desire or that goal, she exists and you get to tap into her energy and embody her. So what, how does she choose to show up each day? What does she choose to believe? What does she take action on? What does she say no to that is draining her energy? Maybe sales calls. <laughs> what does she say yes to? You know, it's really about continuing to hold that identity and embody that version of you. And that's not always easy because sometimes it's like, well, why hasn't it happened? You know, I don't understand, but the timing isn't always up to us. And so we have to surrender to a greater path unfolding for our highest divine timeline for our highest power our highest purpose um and also having a really clear why and connection to that goal is is beautiful as well and powerful like understand why you actually want that and desire it so that you've got this north star to stay connected to so that no matter what happens you're always like but i know that this is coming through it's decided it's done i don't need to continue to obsess over it or worry about it I only have to show up as the version of me who is living that life. Yeah. And I feel so, like that's such an important point to have such a, have a goal, have a why, have a purpose, have an yeah. intention for that goal, whether it be financial or otherwise. I've found a lot of the times when I'm trying to manifest something um, and then I look back and go like, why isn't that happening? And so I sit and I journal and I think, and I've gone through all, raced all my blocks and then it hits me like a ton of bricks, like, because I have no purpose for it. Mm -hmm. like, why? Why did I just, I'm just like, oh, let's just play with manifesting an extra $40,000 and then not having anything to attach it to and then going well of course it's not of course it's not happening yeah. of course it's not it, it has nowhere to go it has no intention there's nothing attached to it other than like let's see if I can do this which is sometimes a fun energy to play in but not always the right thing I don't know have you yeah. ever experienced anything like that where you're like of course this is why it's not coming 
yeah, I literally had that last month where I was expanding my income, but I, and I teach this to all my students and clients. So it always makes me laugh and I'm like, oh yeah, Jenna, of course. <laughs> um, but the exact same thing of just like, well, why, of course I'm not stepping into that next level. I haven't given it an intention and specifically with money, money is just a neutral energy. So it doesn't have this agenda. We actually set its purpose. And when you give it a really clear intention, not just for creating more abundance in your own life, but how do you then circulate that? How do you enrich the world around you? Like all of that, that bigger mission and that bigger why, when that's really strong, you don't waver off it. It's just anchored in. And that's when eventually it will come through. And it's just often it is about just holding the space and trusting in the divine timing as well. Which yeah, be absolutely. The, the ego wants it now, but the universe has perfect timing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I think that's answered that for her. The other question was, how do you sell now and what changes did you have to make to get to the point that you are today when selling in such an aligned way? Yeah. Well, I sell in a way that feels fun for me. So it's kind of different in any launch that I'm doing or um, whatever program I'm creating or selling. I, I just ask myself, what feels expansive? What feels fun? What feels playful? How can I just speak about this in a way where I'm not convincing anyone? I'm just inviting them to tap into that vision. So what is the vision or the objective or the end goal for them going through this program. You know, say my client is signing up for Money Queen. Well, I want them to understand how powerful wealth can be for themselves, for the world around them, for future generations, like tapping into their wealth legacy and like really demystifying money and making it feel really fun and available. So when I sell Money Queen, it's from that perspective of just tapping someone into their purpose, prosperity, their power, and the big impact of what they're here to do. So I think when I sell, it's just about how can I invite someone to rise with me? Not saying I'm up here and I'm going to teach you all the things because you're down here. It's like, no, let's all rise together. Let's create beautiful lives together. Um, And that's been a really great change that I've made, just not coming from that fear selling, but coming from empowered selling. Yeah. And just speaking to their heart and literally just letting the words flow out. So whether that's writing a post or and saying message me or the, if it's a program that's um, that they can actually buy online and just sending them the link um, or just having fun on like Instagram live. So with Money Queen, the last launch I did, I just hopped on live a few times a week and just did some open coaching with people and just spoke whatever wanted to come through and invited people to work in Money Queen if they wanted to go deeper. So It's just been about changing the energy, I think, behind the way I sell from not trying to convince, as we were saying, or overcome fears or anything like that, but empowering them to make the right decision, showing them that if it is aligned, this is what you can step into and create and just reminding them of their power. That's really the way I sell now. (laughs) So it's it's fun. And what that, that, what you just shared is clear to me that it's about that level of detachment as well. So like you've said the intention, you've got the energy, right? You're holding space for the right people, but it's a different energy to what you see very commonly, which is like, I'm going to have a six figure launch. I need 10 people. This is what I'm doing. All right. Where are my people? Like find the people you just, they're not, they're not directly attached to this person and whether they're the right fit for the group. It's just like ticking their X number, I need 50 people in the launch, I need 250 people. And so that energy feels really icky to me, but it's hard. Like if I go to look to hire a mentor, if I have to go to work with a strategist, 
that's what's taught. Mm -hmm. You know, what you and I are sharing, it's not the common, we're the exception, not the rule for what's being shared. So that's why I'm so passionate about collaborating, working together. Like you do money mindset work, I do money mindset work, but we're all contributing to a conversation that needs to become more normalized. Absolutely. And everyone is expressing it in their own way. So, you know, it's, that's a big point on the detached energy though. I don't even set goals anymore for my launches. (laughs) I don't even really think of it as launching anymore. It's just inviting and creating a movement of people that want to join in on something with me and create amazingness in their life. But I used to set like, okay, I've got to hit this in the month. I've got to hit this many people. And then when I fell short of that, it was like, oh, okay, I failed. Well, that's such a bad energy to come from. And so now it's just about, I set the intention that the most amount of aligned clients find this program if it's right for them. And then I've surpassed some of those goals I used to set for myself now because I've got that more expansive energy. Yeah. Like and when we cap right it, we're right also right. who comes in. Sorry, I cut you off. But yeah. Have you found that with this new way, this new energy behind your selling, that you have a lot more people in your course that finish the course, that that mm-hmm. fully embrace it, that do all the sections? Um, personally, for me, when I was using the old methods, it was very much like I'd get someone in and realize they hadn't even logged into week four, five, six, seven. They checked out. They were still paying for things, but they weren't in it. So I think yeah. for me, I would rather make less money well, not necessarily less money, but I would rather make less sales but have the right people and fully finish it and love it and send glowing testimonials. Have you found yeah. something similar? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think when people buy from fear, they or they feel pressured and so they do it, then they're likely not the ones to follow through. They kind of get, they sign up and then they're like, oh, God, I don't even remember signing up for that thing. Like, <laughs> I love that. And I've done that before too. But when someone invests from a embodied yes and they trust you as a leader or a mentor and they're like, yes, I've been wanting to work with Shona for a while and this program seems really aligned for me, I'm going to jump in, I'm going to trust myself, that person wants to get the most out of it yeah. because it probably means more to them yeah. than if they were signing up just from the fear-based strategies that we see people trying to convince people to sign up. So, yeah. I feel bad. There was a course that I bought last pre-Christmas. It was like a pre-Christmas course. And I watched some of it and I, and occasionally I go and like watch another module. I still haven't finished it. And it's been a year and I'm like, Shona, what did you do? You were so convinced that that was the program when you bought it like two minutes before the launch finished, that that was the program that was going to change everything. And you haven't even finished it. Yeah. Um, And I was just kind of looking at myself like, Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I know we've all been there. I've been there too. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes even when you're teaching a line selling, you can still get caught up in the, like the last minute, the hustle, the countdowns, the, yeah, this is going to be the magic thing. Um, And you make decisions based from fear instead of decisions that are from alignment. So yes, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Is there anything else you would like to share or leave the women in the elite with about the energy behind your pricing and selling? Mm. I think to just do the inner work to embody it, to really own your value. And I think a big part of that is tapping into your mission and like what, what you're actually excited about contributing to the world. Like what actually lights you up and expands your energy, even if it's completely pivoting in your business, which I've done a couple of times, you know, giving yourself permission to step into that and to fully express yourself and express your message and speak your truth. When you do that and when you 
align with the prices that feel really expansive for you as well. Your community feel that there's like an energetic vibrational match and there's an energetic resonance between you and your clients. And so people feel it and you'll know it when you see people online as well, you'll know when someone's in their power and you're like magnetized to them and you're like, where did this person come from? I want to absorb more of their energy or if someone's selling from a lack space or a lacking energy. So it's really about the inner work as always. It always comes back to that primarily um, and just tapping into that bigger mission and your bigger why as we've been talking about and, and earning your value because you're all uniquely valuable and worthy and have unique purposes. And when you really step into that, I find that abundance and money is an automatic outcome of being in our purpose. So the more that we tap into that and trust it, the more we'll start to create that abundance flow in our life. The more you stay in your own lane, amazing things happen. Yes. Always stay in your own lane. (laughs) So important. Well, thank Jenna. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule of motherhood and business life. I know you've got an incredible mastermind, which I'm sure is um, taking up a lot of energy for you right now. And the women in that must be so exciting. Um, so excited. But where can everyone find you? What's the next step to connect with you? Of course, I've been plugging your Instagram for a long time now, but where else can they find and connect with you? Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. It's been really fun. Um, so Instagram is jennablack.official. So come and send me a message or say hi. I'm always happy to chat and hear about what you love from this call. And then you can go to my website, jennablack.co, and all the things are on there, freebies, courses, anything that you need to know about me is on there. New website too. Thank you. I just had it redesigned. Yeah, it's been, it's beautiful. I really, I'm really happy with it. It's stunning. Yeah, I'm just like, dang it, that looks amazing. Took me a while to get there. Don't worry. You don't need a beautiful website. Total up level. It's it's beautiful. Thank you. Um, and you have a podcast as well, which I listen to frequently in the car when the kids aren't nagging for their Moana soundtracks. I pop on the podcast. Um, how do they find that as well? I'll add all this information into the email. Yeah. Stuff sure. So it's the Jenna Black Show. Very original there. <laughs> um, so you can just Google my name on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, and it's on all of those. So yeah, it's a really, really great podcast, you guys. Yeah. I definitely think you should go check it out. Well, Jenna, thank you so much again. I really, really appreciate this, and I'm sure all the women in the group will have some wonderful feedback for this session during our December information. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're going to go forth, conquer, and sell with alignment and integrity. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. No worries. Have a fantastic day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Sexy Selfish Mums Manifesting Wealth podcast. As always, we would love to hear your feedback on Instagram. So slide on into my DMs or share a story with this episode, any feedback or questions you have. And if you'd like to find out more about the Elite membership, either send me a DM on Instagram or head on over to our website and learn more about our 12-month mastermind for women in business ready to unlock the inner wealthy woman and create a business that allows you impact and income from a place of alignment and integrity. It's fucking amazing. And I would love to have you a part of it. Um, Enjoy.